0: Hi, I'm Corey. Oh, and this be Woody? This, this be Woody? This be. <laughs> I like that. Is that grammatically correct? No. <laughs> All right. This is the isocast.
1: You know, I remembered that I forgot how the show works. The last episode we did I mean talked once? over you. I didn't introduce myself. I didn't do any of those things.
0: Oh, that happens at the beginning of every show. I feel like we're we're kind of starting from zero every single time. Yep. Maybe it's because we don't do enough of them.
1: Maybe. Or I just forget.
0: Okay. Should we have more guests? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Let's book some guests. I think, though, uh, I'm going to put up something kind of fancy. Uh, I want people who listen to the show to to contact the show and talk to us right and I'm not a big email guy you send me an email uh, it's, yeah I'm not gonna but if you leave me a voicemail I am totally <laughs> going to listen to that you're uh, of that generation yep and I'm gonna play it on the show yep don't text me no nope. uh so what I'll do is I'll set up a a fancy speak pipe this place that you can just go press oh. a button leave a voicemail ask a question a leave comment a comment yeah <laughs> Um again. just tell me how you're doing, right? Are you okay? Uh have you gotten the shot?
1: <laughs> right. So whatever.
0: <laughs> how's uh, so your, I'll put
1: that your isocast experience. How's it
0: how's it been so far? What do you intend for your isocast experience to look like post pandemic? Mm-hmm. So that we could perhaps prepare um to either what mothball the show <laughs> or, or keep going
1: we haven't talked about that we started this it's almost our anniversary i mm. i uh i guess this is a, a a pandemic show that's where we started are we gonna do we continue post pandemic i guess you can leave us a voicemail and, and chime in on that
0: there's a likelihood that we will be isolated for for much longer than than we initially likely anticipated so <laughs> I, you know what isolation is i don't think a unique property to pandemics you know perhaps no. we could carry on the theme of isolation uh in in other uh milieu <laughs>
1: <laughs> dare i uh be a romantic but i feel like uh, we, even pre-pandemic, we need to do a better job of just staying in touch and reaching out to people we care about. So maybe that can be the extension of our show. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody for a year. <laughs> I know. Pretty much. It's... Like it's you. Yeah. Uh,
0: my family. So this one-year anniversary is kind
1: of a... I don't want to use the word anniversary. No. It's got to be a better word. But it's... It, today, I, this year has felt, I guess, really long, but also maybe short at the same time. A year ago today is when Maya and I moved into this place where we currently live.
0: Oh, right.
1: And that was the whole pandemic just started. No one really knows what's going on. People are kind of freaked out, deserted, no traffic, no cars. You can get from one side of town to the other in about seven minutes because there's no nobody around. Getting the U-Haul, with, it was a very strange, kind of weird but fun to look back on it type of thing but that was a year ago today today is that anniversary
0: it's so funny we we just renewed our lease um because in in quebec you need to renew three months in advance of your lease expiring so you have to have that intent i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um and it just made me think that it's been it's going on a year right i feel like a four-year-old it's like i'm gonna be five in nine months it, it's going on a year in June that we went through a pandemic move as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the masks and the booking, the trucks, and is it possible? And, you know, having done it, I, I think I could do it again. But would you would you do it again?
1: I don't want to. Yeah. No. Like that time a year ago today was like, it was super fresh, super new. We didn't, like the rules were, I think if we could do it today a lot easier than we did a year ago. We're kind of established in what this life is and how to do it and all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff you don't you don't like it but i think yeah. we've had practice we had a year of practice at it a year ago was was pretty tough and we didn't know what the rules would be we didn't know if u would be an essential service i don't think the government didn't know either i mean everyone was going through this just two weeks at a time type of thing yeah. uh we knew that our apartments had been rented coming in like behind us but we didn't know like are we allowed to move if we can't move are we now going to get new roommates like do those people stay where they are and then the people behind them like how is this going to yep. work um but no can we do it again yeah we're happy here and it's nice that the weather is starting to get a bit nicer because we can get back outside again but i think we could do it again
0: do you feel like you've been able to enjoy no wh- okay <laughs> whatever you're going to say the answer to. is no yeah. Well, yeah, fair. We, we've we been in that place. Like, I mean, I signed that lease so fast it'll make your head spin because it's like, I don't think I've enjoyed where we moved to even close to the level that we, we would like to, right? Like, it's gorgeous and it's nice and it's safe and it's clean, all that stuff. But part of having a nice place is having company.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, we're still waiting for our first um, housewarming, I guess you would literally... Um, Or the first dinner or whatever. We haven't had anyone over for a meal at all. So uh, I think it's it's human nature to kind of look at other places. And I keep forgetting the name. There's this app in the States. And it's basically like Tinder for, for real estate. And you swipe right, you swipe left. Zillow. Is it Zillow? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I never used their app, but all right.
1: And people just kind of browse and, oh, that looks nice. I'm not moving, but I like to kind of look and yeah. check things out. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of fun to look at what, you know, FOMO type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to look at other places, but I think it would be a waste to move now because thank goodness this place is really nice because we've, we've <laughs> hunkered down for a year and been in here. But the neighborhood that we live in supposedly is really, really cool. I mean, it is really cool, but there's lots of breweries and lots of really nice restaurants and lots of other things that we haven't got to experience. And knock on wood, hopefully we'll still be there when um, we're allowed to kind of go to those places again. But even the neighbors, like you see them kind of, but the neighbors directly beside us, yeah, we've met and we've talked, you know, over the fence type of thing. But um, the realtor who helped us move in here said, you know, this is a great neighborhood, very kid-friendly, lots of really nice street party and all the neighbors are great parties every weekend in the summer on the street. And uh, mm. I'm sure that's all true. <laughs> sure. But no idea we're, we're.
0: I'm getting to a place where I'm trying to maybe just necessarily appreciate more the things that we have and, and where we are than I would have pre pandemic. I, I could see myself hesitating on or lease renewal because I'm like, well, I want to move on to the next thing. And it's, definitely given me a sense of okay you know slow down and what you got and are you cool with that and can you just enjoy where you are and what you have have you have you experienced kind of anything like that because i know in toronto mm-hmm. it's it's the rat race like you gotta go go go
1: totally and it's right in our faces because where we lived before thank goodness we didn't have to spend a pandemic in there and all, all of this is very personalized and individual because people mm-hmm. live in different circumstances but i lived in a studio apartment
0: oh yeah right <laughs> so oh,
1: <ooh>. i <laughs> mean you know you can do anything you put your mind to i suppose but there i would not have been happy sitting here right now doing this show i've been grumpy woody for sure yeah S- spending a year in a room basically well, the so, winter would
0: kill you yeah i mean it, well i wouldn't i should say that there's a lot of people who live in a studio apartment and they're are okay um, Right. but yeah that that was something for us that was a big deal it's like uh and definitely a factor in choosing where we we live we wanted a lot of light we wanted a Mm -hmm. lot of green we wanted a lot of outdoor activities and things to do independently or together as a couple so that that checked a lot of boxes for us but even still you realize how how nice all these things are but how much you appreciate them more when you're able to share them with people you care about so well when
1: did you identify when did you sign the lease or or see the place you live now because for us like it's worked out beautifully but it was dumb luck if i'm being honest because we signed the lease and looked at it in february of last year and i mean covid was around and we you know we knew but nobody knew what what it was going to be obviously not at least people who didn't you know doctors probably did they definitely did but the layman me i had no idea so we didn't choose this place thinking it would be a great lockdown abode (laughs) we Uh thought this is a nice place in a cool neighborhood that we're excited to go and drink and get drunk and go to the breweries um and it's worked out really well but it's very lucky it wasn't on purpose
0: we we started in january february i think when, when we decided that yeah we were going to move um you know, because we have other uh, people that were moving up in this area. So there was sort of already a bubble happening and we're like, Mm -hmm. you know what, maybe we'll consider it. And, uh, in Quebec, again, you, you, on July 1st, kind of everybody moves. There's just this national moving day. It's bizarre. And I don't know if it's because they don't like Canada or what, (laughs) but Canada day, everybody moves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, well, we won't go there, and uh, it's it's a nuisance for one because all of the moving trucks are booked. All everyone's looking for their apartments at the same time. It's kind of a nightmare, but for some reason that's what it is. So we you know got ahead of it early enough so that we could be sure that we were going to give our notice in time because there's other weird laws like if you don't give your notice your lease automatically renews right. Uh, yeah and it's a whole thing so what we did is we feverishly and furiously started searching right at the peak of the first wave <laughs> right So oh my god the first thing that was uh, of concern is that hey can we physically go see places and the answer for weeks was nope you can't. You'd have to go sight unseen, take look at the pictures. If you're lucky, maybe somebody, a realtor will go through with their, like FaceTime through the apartment, maybe right. if if you're serious, but forget about it. Otherwise, it was just all virtual, um, which is not f- a fun way to decide no. whether or not you're going to lease a place that you live. And then, so we did a combination of that and driving around to the hoods, right? So we'd stand outside the building, we'd look around, we'd get a vibe, we'd walk around to trying to get, it's like, what would it be like to live here? Hypothetically for the 20 minutes that we're here in 20 below weather.
1: But even (laughs) that's tough because no one's around. There's no vibe, right?
0: And then similarly, as soon as you decide you're leaving your current place, well, let the parade of next renters begin. right? Right. And then there's a procedure to do that, which involved a lot of wiping, a lot of disinfectants, a lot of open windows, and a lot of like and they would have to sign this this paper that would say i don't have covid which i don't know (laughs) so you have good we literally have a stack of hand sanitizer and covid contracts for people to come through and they're not allowed to touch anything so you leave all the doors open and the light switches on it's a it was a whole procedure and this went on for for weeks and weeks and weeks and we finally we found like nothing until we found the the place which was not listed that's always the best places are never listed right Uh, So we came in, we saw it, we took it. But the thing that was maybe not interesting to listeners, but somewhat interesting to me is the decision we made as people were looking at our current place that we were living in. Uh, And we decided we got to help sell this place. (laughs) right? Because we want to make sure we don't have a parade of people every weekend coming through our home anymore, especially during a global pandemic. We're sick of it. So I'm like... I'm going I'm to talk this place up a little bit to the folks as they come through. And I'm going to help this real estate agent do his job. And man, first conversation I had with the first family, they took it <laughs> sight unseen. I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. I'm in the wrong business. I should get a commission on this. Here's your joint. Here's the keys, right? Imagine
1: so, that scenario. Like you want someone to rent your place so badly that you're just helping out the realtor because you just want people to come. This is... I assume this happens all over the world, but definitely in, in Canada, the rental market is so hot. As soon as you say to your landlord, I'm, I'm leaving, they make appointments back to back to back to back every weekend, every day. And at least yep. when I was moving, I had to leave. Like I couldn't be there. So it's annoying.
0: It's tough because I'm at that place in that age where I'm thinking maybe it's time to stop renting, right? <laughs> Just go, okay, why don't I put, you know, and I don't want to get into the whole like, oh, you're wasting your money if you're renting. I don't want to get into all that. No. Yep. But what's, I never really had taken the steps to this point once I returned to Canada to say, I'm going to spend the next five years accumulating a certain amount of money so that I could, you know, put down a, a relatively substantial down payment on a place. Never really thought about it until in the last maybe year or two, where I'm like, I'm kind of sick of moving now. Because mm-hmm. right? as you, you get more stuff, you got to move it. That sucks. And I'm kind of sick of that whole, oh, every year having the conversation.
1: Um, you know, are we going to stay? Are we
0: going to go? Are they going to raise the rent? It's, you know, you get tired of it.
1: So what do they do in Quebec? Because Ontario, after 12 months, you just go month to month after that. And you don't, oh, you, you oh have no. to give 60 days notice for whenever you feel like you want to move, but you can just kind of live your life month to month. And then if something comes up, life happens, you move or you don't or whatever.
0: No, that's the dream, baby. Okay. That's the dream. <laughs> now here, if you don't give them notice 90 days ahead of the end of your lease, it automatically renews for another year and you're on the hook. Oh, So that's that's why there is this, and right again, at the beginning of the pandemic, it would have been nice if there was any leniency on that, right? But they're like, nope,
1: we're going to... So there's move. no lease in Quebec for less than 12 months? Because even if you move, you're still in there, for 12 months.
0: There are. I, I've rented month to month, right? When I would come and stay for three, four, five months at a time, I, I would get these short term month to month leases. Nah, okay. They are there, right? They're like an executive lease for furnished apartments or something. They, they've got a name for it. Uh, but here as well, like you don't have to put a deposit down as an example. It's illegal for them to ask for a deposit, mm. right? They do, but they're not supposed to. <laughs> but there's also, it works the other way. Like the renters are super protected. We could just stop paying rent and live here for a long time before anything's going to happen. <laughs> right. There's tribunals and there's, it's a whole thing. Like we could just live here rent free forever. We'll never be able to rent a place in Quebec again, but you know, right. It's all just a big pain in the arse. Um, not to say that home ownership isn't, in and of itself, a huge pain in the arse. I'm sure
1: it's all, at least in Canada, it's it, both are tough. I mean, there's there's this fluffy show on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's a show based out of Nashville, and it's I feel like just whenever American shows about real estate go on TV, and Canadians just we cry because you got these couples and the premise of the show is they have one wedding planner and one real estate agent in Nashville. And they oh God. try to make the decision as hard as possible. Here's your dream <laughs> wedding. Here's a great, but four bedroom, five bedroom houses for like $300,000, yep. $350,000. Yep. And these couples are humming and hawing about which one, because the wedding looks really nice. And we're all just like, dude, house every single time. Are you, what's the, there's no decision here. Cause mm-hmm. in Canada, like it's just, you can't buy a five bedroom house in Canada for less than like two and a half million dollars.
0: Well, not, not, in not the anywhere cities, near the lower 48th. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's I, Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm in that place where I, I'm trying to decide whether or not. And again, I, I don't think this is necessarily spawned by the pandemic. It's more just ah, how much longer do I want to be under a landlord's thumb? Hmm. And, it, and there's t- tons of advantages of that, for sure. There's nothing like, you know, handing somebody the keys and tossing a match over your back and letting it burn and walking away. That's a pretty great feeling. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I want to I change that door. I wanna, I'm going to put a different door in there. You mm-hmm. can't do that. <laughs> I <can't> want to <laughs> I want to do later. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm rambling. But I, I'm now at that place where we're not going to move. I'm sure you're not going to move, sounds no. like. Uh, until... We can at least enjoy where we're living.
1: Well, I feel like it would be a waste to move because we've enjoyed the inside and we like the summer last year, we have a little yard and we can, it's very walkable. The winter, obviously that stuff is not as accessible and we're coming back into the spring now. So more outside time, but we want to have people over. Like we got lots of, lots more triple the space here we had in the last place. And we want to have my parents over for dinner and have her parents over and have friends and have some beers in the backyard. And, I don't see the point in moving until... Well, we like living here. I mean, that's... I suppose if you rent and it's never yours, you get tired of it eventually. But yeah. you got to have people over. You got to show it off. You got to have people inside. And at least in Toronto or the area, yeah, the, the choice is not really buying or renting for me. I think the choice is where do you want to live? If you want to live mm. in and around the city, at least for us, it's renting because that's it's just the, the reality of the situation.
0: Mm-hmm me i'm I'm at a place where I think I would love where we live even more if I could share it. so mm-hmm. i'm I'm sticking around. I'm gonna stick out this pandemic uh, and keep this pain, <laughs> just paying a lease because I'm like I, this is ridiculous. could you imagine living in a place and no one ever had visited it? It's that lost. Condo that you you rented for that period. we
1: were joking the other day. and I guess I assume lots of people are in the same situation where we could move now, and ninety nine percent of everyone that I know would have never even know we moved or never seen it, and it's just a very weird feeling. I, and
0: I don't know if there's an exodus in Toronto, like there has been in Montreal, right? Montreal, uh, for those that don't know is an island. Costa Rica is not. And a lot of people (laughs) left the island, right? They went to the south or the north. We're on the North shore. Don't be creepy. And, um, they said, you know, to hell with it. There's nothing going on downtown for the next forever. So let's leave. And it is like a kind of post-apocalyptic war zone downtown now hmm. like it is bad I mean tumbleweeds bad really like board boarded up graffiti on everything everything's closed it's and it's a palpable like wow things are oh. over down here like all the businesses have left all the people who live down there they're they're gone wow. um yeah and things are closing all over the place like because they can't they're just not being they can't be supported indefinitely by any any level of government so eventually it's like you know rent's due and you gotta pay it and if you can't you gotta leave so we're super happy (laughs) that we got away (laughs) from all of that because every time we have to go downtown or choose to go downtown for something we drive around and go oh my god this is horrible maybe in the summer it's going to perk back up but businesses don't don't just automatically recapitalize
1: no no i mean there's going to be some cheap real estate available um for sure If you want, if businesses want to get in there, but Toronto's not like that. I mean, we've driven around downtown on a Friday evening, and there's nothing going on because there's nothing going on. So to drive down King West at ten o'clock at night on a Friday and have nothing going on is fairly strange. But during the day, I think it's kind of business as usual, especially now um, that the you know since the summer when the first reactions to the pandemic kind of wore off. um, Condos, I've heard, are scarce and people have moved out who are living in downtown condos. But the housing market continues to uh to boom as Yeah, say. it's a
0: bubble here too. Here it's it's a it's a seller's market for sure. Um but you know I, I've heard experts say and you know I don't want to be grim, but we're the, we're not at the beginning of the end. We're at the end of the beginning mm-hmm. of this thing. Right. And um that when we think about all the things that we're gonna do again the hard thing is and you can see it in these cities they're not going to be there to do they're not there those theater companies that you loved they're gone they're not and they're not going to just magically show up again because they spent a decade building their company they can't just miraculously turn it into a company again because you're back right that restaurant that you loved is gone that bar is gone that band is not a band anymore they all work at Amazon like this we're not coming back to the same thing so, it makes me wonder, it, what's the value of sticking around uh, in a place where all of the things that attracted you, perhaps there in the first place, aren't going to be there anymore? Or is the post pandemic place going to be maybe a better adaptation?
1: I'm not even think like the the term post pandemic. We don't even know if that's it's like it might just be extension of you know masks might be here to stay the vaccines will continue to come and and who knows what it's going to look like and i think it's just a question mark right we don't know what cities will look like we don't know you know maybe renting is a better option for the next year or two until things settle down and we can kind of see what's going on but um that i hope that doesn't happen i hope theater companies find a way to come back or there are new theater companies or there are you know the entertainment you know disney plus is great but we want to go see see real people and see real performances and see real talent and have a variety in our life just like we liked before so i hope those things do come back
0: they will i mean it's just not it's there's no switch right so you know i I think we've we've talked about this a bit but we're going to have our own roaring 20s right Mm. and but it won't be till, you know a lot of experts agree 2024 you know, we're going to start seeing stuff really like travel kind of picks up again and, you know, there's there's stuff to do, right? We're kind of getting back out of what's going to likely be a very long, painful economic recovery. Like we're putting everything on the credit card, like not yep. us personally, but, you know, as a, as a world, we're putting it all on the credit card. And we'll just, you know, close our eyes and wake up in two years and go, okay, what's our bill? (laughs) And (laughs) it's going to be bad. It's
1: going to be bad. A lot of interest (laughs) on that bad boy.
0: Keep the powder dry, stay um, home.
1: It's, but you know. I think we're all I mean, human nature and you gotta have small victories. You gotta look forward to things. And five if, yeah. if you asked me this three years ago, or even one year ago, it would have been a bit sad. But we went to a farmer's market yesterday. <gasps> and it made me feel so good. I was so outside? happy. Uh quasi outside. So quasi it was outside. enclosed with a roof. Um it is indoor space, but they have like barn doors on all the sides so they can open oh, them up. Nice. Um and it was so much fun. And it, I just I kept saying la feria all day long. And my, I got no. annoyed by that because it's like, oh. <laughs> it's, oh. <laughs> But it was so good. And it reminds us of, or reminded me of, you know, going to the, the Costa Rican markets every weekend and buying your fruits and vegetables. And it's such a small thing, but it's something to do.
0: And again, it's the shared experience of having to do that with other people, right? It's not fun if somebody sets up a ferria for you. I'm going to go to the farmer's market and it's just for me. I'm not Michael Jackson going to Disney. It's like (laughs) I want other people to fight over that (laughs) block. And you get to
1: talk to the vendors and they have, you know, eclectic things. And we got you the the Tibetan uh, cart and then you have the the Mexican cart and the Latin food and the Spanish food. And, And it was just... It's so small, but after a card? year of this, yeah. Oh. I'm gonna say this wrong, but I think they're called momos. It's like okay. a a dumpling, a Tibetan dumpling. I learned Ooh. that yesterday. Maya taught me that. They're delicious. Absolutely fantastic. I'm sure they are. Um. So it's just it was great. <laughs> made made my weekend.
0: <laughs> I we're, we'll see. You know, things will get better in the summer, like they
1: did last summer. <laughs> it's weird that we get to say that now. It'll be nice. It's just it's mental. It's a little bit of mental gymnastics but like the canadian spring in march is like it gets 20 degrees for three days and then it snows again so those three days you get outside and you have your beer and you sit in the yard and you walk around and it's all happy and it's but it's i you know the the cold months are over basically so it is nice mentally to think ahead to we can get outside more it doesn't mean numbers are going to be better it doesn't mean the severity of the situation is better but there's more things just to do. And I think that's really all we need is just that, that knowing of we can actually do an activity to get out of the house.
0: Is your Insta full of, like mine, uh, you know, American friends showing their vaccine card? Yep. Okay. Do you have feelings?
1: <laughs> I, have, I have feelings, I have feelings and I don't like myself <laughs> because yeah. you don't want to be the guy it's good it's good for them it's awesome it's so fantastic of course happy couldn't be happier for them but where's mine right (laughs) you know and i'm not saying i should get it before anybody else because i should be at the back very back of the line my privilege allows me to be at the back of the line but let's move it along a little bit right
0: i don't know i mean yeah yes obviously my feeling is like wait a minute you know america (laughs)
1: But they get everything
0: first. That's, they do, you know? And I can't think of a country that got harder hit, obviously. Right. So, uh, I'm, you know, good on you. And I'm not, I'm still like, it's, I'm checking. Yep. Still March. Okay. So it's still March. I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy, but there's a little bit of no, it. No, we don't it's want like, to be I those
1: people because someone's going to get it first and someone's going to get it last. And you don't want to be the people who say who should get it. just as many people as possible as quickly as possible i think that's that is the thing and good it's happy for them like it's great it's fantastic they didn't handle it well at the front end but they're handling it well on the back end of course there's envy but that doesn't mean that i think they shouldn't be getting it of course
0: yeah i mean everyone's a little tired but like i'm canceling a lot of you know not doing a lot of stuff this summer down there you know and it's like no it's conference season is heating up. Stuff's going on. It's like, hey, and and they're going to do it. I know. They're going to they're gonna do it. They don't care. Well, they're, they're going to do their, it anyway. Yeah, they're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so they're going to get vaccinated. They're going to have their conferences. They're going to do Well, now it's probably safe
1: too. for them to do, which is great. That's where we want to be. I think that's the envy part.
0: Yeah. Well, partly. And the other part is not just, it's like I want to have my own concerts and conferences here in Canada. It's like, I want to go to those.
1: <laughs> you know, that'd, yep. that'd be nice. Oh, well. well, the sad part is, because now all the the sports people are talking oh the americans are getting so now we can the raptors can come back and the jays can play and it's like guys no that's not it's not no, how no. it works <laughs> the, it's <laughs> they're safe right the vaccine is self-protective it still doesn't protect people who haven't been back so most canadians haven't been vaccinated that's the issue yeah it's now the issue is with us the issue isn't with the, the u.s anymore it's with mm-hmm. us
0: mm-hmm. well i mean i don't want to be debbie downer it's what it is Will will there is another end to this, and their projection never was any sooner than end no. of September. No, that they've never changed that goalpost. So it's the only, it's one of the only ones that the federal government set, right? Because I think a lot of folks who are upset for reasons at Canada uh, should more be upset with their provincial leadership
1: number mm-hmm. one,
0: uh, especially in terms of its distribution. But sourcing it, look, Canada's doing what Canada can do. We're doing what we can do. And they always said by the end of September, the majority of Canadians who want a vaccine will have one. That's it. And that's never changed. So I, I'm going to give them a thumbs up for so far uh, being on track. It's happening that.
1: and it's yep. moving. And it's a it's a lot of people to do in a short amount. It's only been happening for like two weeks, really in Canada. Yeah. So, and every day I see someone online that I know that's that's got one of my mom texts me but one of her friends who's who's got an appointment. So there's real concrete evidence that it's going now. So patience, but at least in the summer we can get outside. That's that's it.
0: A year ago, we were not sitting here imagining that we would know people that have been vaccinated, right? right? We were we were thinking maybe a year and a half later this might actually be possible so you know again it's march i'm, I'm gonna calm down <laughs> but i am so sick of my day <laughs> like, i'm really sick of my day i'm sick of me i'm sick of waking up to the same life i'm sick of you know all of the same things that i have to concern myself with mm-hmm. and i'm sick of uh, we were just talking about this last night for me i have no sense of inspiration right now. Like no Dude. input. There's no stimulus that is making me create things or think about things. You know, there's it's there's nothing. It's I'm not gonna compare it to jail, right? But I will say I don't know of how many great novels came out of prison, right? Because let's be real there's just not a lot of input to kind of influence your creativity. So for me, that's been it. It's like, I'm sitting in a beautiful studio with equipment and instruments and writing stuff. And I'm like, and I'm taking college courses and music and all this stuff. And I'm like, and I have nothing to say. I have nothing. I'm like, well, I'm going to go watch another episode of Superstore.
1: Inspirate. Well, actually, I, you know what? I took your recommendation and we've been watching that and it is fantastic. It's, it's great. So good. Oh, I'm so happy. It's so uh, good. It's nice. We're on season two and we're flying through it. It's a wonderful, mindless end of the day type of thing. It's great.
0: It, all it says is I'm ready to shut off now. Yes. And just let somebody else drive.
1: The so lack of inspiration is a big thing and it's, I'm experiencing it. It's really hard. It's every day seems the same. seems to go by really fast. seems to be, well, seven o'clock again. It's uh, watching watch some wheel of fortune and uh, I, right. I like wheel of fortune. I like jeopardy, but the lack of inspiration, I'm a reader. I love reading. I'm not reading. I haven't been reading very much lately. Um, it's, there's a reason why painters go out to the mountains and look at the mountains to paint.
0: Um, so a good suggestion was made Uh, museums are open again here so I'm going to take myself on an artist's date and go go to a museum or something just get something fresh coming in because I don't know about you but sometimes I'll drive to a different grocery store and I will come home and I have 45 minutes worth of stories (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like man (laughs) do you need something? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> got to talk about that show. OK, um, so for the listeners, I'm going to go ahead and work on SpeakPipe and I'll put something up. So, you know, in the show notes here or later, whenever you listen to this episode, uh, we'll do that and we'll, we'll put it up on, on the socials as well so that if you want to chime in, that would be awesome. And uh, we can stitch that in and make you part of the show. If you want to be a guest of the show and we both know you, uh, let us know as well. If you've been a guest on the show and you want to be a guest on the show again and we both know you. <laughs> come on Aaron. it'd be great it'll be fun
1: even if one uh, of us knows you really let's do it it's it's getting there isn't it yeah i <laughs> uh, maybe i don't know it is the depends how long we want Isocast. to run this show back how many times yeah yeah
0: and if you have any feedback on how long we should run this show
1: mm. <laughs> let us know <laughs> all right are we good i think we're good i uh got inspired so yeah, yeah me too
0: yeah I think it was Superstore. That made me feel good. This is
1: why we do the show. It's just another person to talk to. Get a little inspiration. I'm inspired by you.
0: It's a pat on the butt. Get out there, champ. (laughs) All right, I'm Corey. (laughs) And I'm champ. (laughs) You know what show this is.
1: Just a little nugget for Corey here as he's editing. Just when he said he hasn't seen folks in a year, there's folks in the background. <laughs> Hashtag timing.